for the Athletic Podcast Network. This is the update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to Mike McNeil, the executive director of the San Francisco Glens and the head coach of the varsity soccer team at Sacred Heart Cathedral. He just won the Steve Mariucci Coaching Award, handed out to the best high school coach in any sport in all of San Francisco. He's also doing incredible things with the San Francisco Glens, who are getting ready to open an all-soccer facility in 2022. Get this, on Treasure Island. All things we can talk about with a great friend of mine, Mike McNeil, who joins me next. Today is Monday. June 21st. It is my pleasure to welcome to the podcast uh, the executive director of the San Francisco Glens and also a good friend of mine. And when I say good friend, like I BS about that a lot of times, like not BS, but I get people on and I say, oh yeah, my good friend, because he's been on the podcast or on the show before. Legitimately one of my good friends, Mike McNeil, as I said, executive director of the SF Glens, also head soccer coach over at Sacred Heart Cathedral right here in San Francisco. And we're going to get into all of this stuff. He's doing fantastic things with the San Francisco Glens. Mike, it is great to have you on the pod, man. What's going on? Yeah, it's exciting to be here. It's took you long enough to invite me on. So uh, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> well, we've come a long way from sitting on Font Boulevard and Park Merced playing FIFA, dude. You're out here uh, getting it done now on the big stage, right? Yeah, exactly. It was, it was uh, living the dream back then, and now I'm actually living the dream doing it here. So it's funny to see how things progress. It's cool to watch you succeed, man. And so I, I want to talk about a couple of things, but the main reason or the, the number one reason that kind of pinged in my head to have you on here is about the youth sports thing that you're doing and not just with the Glens. And obviously we can talk USL and all of that, but Sacred Heart Cathedral, you guys won your second consecutive WCAL title. I can't imagine what last year was like for you, man. I mean, we played golf over the pandemic. We hung out and you're trying to run these training sessions. You're trying to get kids back on the pitch playing soccer. How did the the WCAL work for you this year as far as high school kids were concerned who maybe weren't in class, but then were coming out to play soccer? How did this whole last year go for you, man? I cannot imagine the youth coaching element to the pandemic. Yeah, no, it was definitely difficult. It was a challenge, but from everyone at Sacred Heart Cathedral and the WCAL and in the club world from the Sam Show Glens as well, everyone coming together and working real hard to be able to offer as much as we can to these kids and be able to get them back on the field. During the pandemic proper, we were actually doing everything online, which you can imagine trying to run soccer sessions via Zoom was, was difficult. But I think it's brought everyone together in the youth sports world, right? I mean, from a baseball, football, soccer, basketball perspective, we're all learning from each other and working together to try to make that the best experience possible. Well, and of course, there's the financial element to this too, right? I mean, it's, it's trying to keep the club up and running. You guys, you know, it's hard for parents, I think, to say, yeah, I do want my kid to be continue doing this or, or to go through these training programs, but it is tough to do it on Zoom. And, and a lot of people lost their jobs or didn't have the availability or the space in their homes or the laptops or the computers to be able to do this stuff. So clearly a challenge for what you guys had to get through. Nonetheless, you guys go back to the WCAL, you win the league title, you go to the CCS Open final and you lose that one. But uh, you were fortunate enough and, and it's a great honor, I I think to win a Steve Mariucci coaching award, which is handed to the best high school coach in any sport in San Francisco each year. And you were the recipient of that this year, man. You got that last week. What was that about? What did that feel like? And how'd you find out you were nominated for this? And then you won this award. Yeah, good question. Look, I didn't even realize that I was nominated for it. And so um, <laughs> I got a call from Randall, who uh, works over there at the San Francisco Italian Athletic Club and, and then organizing these awards for the past five years. And it's a great honor, obviously, to be to be considered for this award. And it wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for definitely the, the help from the leadership at Sacred Heart Cathedral. And a coach is obviously only as good as the players that he has around him, right? So it's a lot of it goes back to the players and the success that they were able to build on the field. But just second to that, there the the, the Steve Nagwesco 
award is also given to the best soccer player in the city. And Neguesco is uh, a legend here in San Francisco. And I'm very proud that Sacred Heart Cathedral and Glenn's player uh, won that award for the second year running as well. So for me, I'm just as proud of that as I am uh, the Steve Marici Award. Man, you got some Ted Lasso in your voice there, man. It, it ain't about wins and losses. It's about making sure these young men can be the best person they are on and off the field. Right, Mike? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, a, what a show that is, by the way. Are you a big Ted Lasso guy? I cannot wait for season two, man. Oh, it's fantastic. I think everyone thought it was going to be a bust, but yeah, yeah. everyone that I talked to absolutely loved that show. It's fantastic. Oh, it's a fantastic show. And, and being that you taught me so much about soccer, people should know, I was not a soccer fan, knew very little about soccer whatsoever until I befriended Mike in college. And basically, he taught me everything I know about it, which is why I'm a, I'm a glory, glory Man United head, Mike. That's uh, that's all you're doing, man. And and you did this to me right at the end of the Fergie run. So now I've, I've, been, uh, I've been drowning in the sorrow with you lately. So uh, here we are trying to get, uh, get into the next Premier League season. I want to talk about what's going on with the Glens, man. We talked about, you know, running these camps in the offseason or, or throughout the pandemic, I should say, these sessions. And then you guys had some fantastic news over the last few months, and it's that you guys are about to open an entirely soccer-based facility. This is going to be on Treasure Island. Is that correct? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's been coming out of the pandemic. When we went into the pandemic, the board of directors and me as executive director, we said, okay, how do we make sure that we uh, stabilize our club, B, keep our players active and engaged, not losing sight of the community, but how do we position ourselves to be even stronger coming out of the pandemic, right? And so taking advantage of some of the opportunities that we had, yeah, we're able to to lock down space and get it approved from the city. We're going to have a soccer-specific facility on Treasure Island. It's going to have a a full-size and 11 v 11 FIFA-certified pitch. Uh, We're going to have two practice pitches and a futsal court, and we're going to have a little grandstand there with locker rooms Everything's going to be modular and temporary, obviously, but something that we're going to be able to call home and continue to build the culture of our club. So add that to just last week, we were awarded the expansion in the MLS Next Academy. So our youth academy is now competing at a national level, one of the top academies in the United States. It's incredible news because I know how long you've been working on this, man. You've been talking to me about this for probably years now. You've been trying to make this happen, the connections yeah. you've made with the MLS. I know you've talking about your meetings with Joe Cannon and people down at the San Jose Earthquake. So explain to everybody what the USL is and explain the tie here between your youth program or your academy program. That's a better way of saying it. The academy that is now tied professionally or tied to the MLS. How does this all work and, and how does the landscape of San Francisco soccer change? Because I got to tell you, man, this is something you've been talking to me about for years and you have had your fingerprints all over the growth of San Francisco soccer. That's something you've said to me so many different times. How is this going to help the growth and how does the landscape change because of this move? Simply put, it puts San Francisco on the map in terms of having a quote-unquote professional organization. Now, obviously, we're a youth soccer club first and foremost. We, we treat ourselves as a professional organization. Five years ago, Again, meeting with the board of directors, how do we take this step forward as a club? We start professionalizing from the youth and bringing in like-minded, top, top individuals, the head people in their field in the Bay Area. We've done so by adding coaches and directors like Jakob Kirschenbaum and Waldemar Oldan into the club and being able to help grow and help me with the vision that we've had. So MLS Next is the highest level of academy play from U13 to U19 players in the United States. And so we'll be competing against the other Major League Soccer academy systems, full professional academy systems. So the Glens are, are punching well above their weight, as we have been in the past couple of years, but I think we deserve to be here. In terms of the first team, we have the USL League Two, which is the premier U23 league in the United States. And we're, we're proud to have that. In the last four years alone, we've put 34 players into either college, professional, or straight into the MLS draft. So I think that 
we have a production line of players that is only going to grow more now. We're gonna, I'm, I'm hoping that we can treble the amount of players that we put into the college ranks now, given this new status with MLS Next. And the USL, now, uh, the growth beyond the MLS Next program here, the USL, I mean, you've talked to me for a long time about getting out and watching one of these matches, man. You run a club here. You've got a, a professional team that people in the city can come watch, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Like I said, we've had some uh, first-round draft picks come out of our USL first team and to the MLS. Obviously, MLS is the first division, USL Championship second, USL League One is the third division, and we're, we're underneath that at the fourth. The highest level of competition here in, in San Francisco, but, you know, Cope, we've gotten all this, and I'm not stopping yet, so I still have ambitions for bigger and better things for the club, and I'm hoping that uh, one day, very shortly, we could be able to, to talk about having a full professional in the top three divisions in the United States. You gave me chills about that, man. By the way, I love you saying, coming back to Ted Lasso, I love you going a USL championship. Of course, like, you know, you go EPL, the championship. It used to be the N-Power championship, right? That second division you go yeah. down to. And yeah. I love Ted Lasso going, you mean to tell me we lose a Premier League, we get to play for the championship? That's the way this happens? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good line there, man, from Ted Lasso. Hey, man, uh, can't let you go without a thought on the um, on the Euro, man. One of my favorite soccer tournaments. You're the one who also turned me on to this, man. And for those who love the World Cup and love international soccer, obviously the World Cup is unrivaled. But I think as far as quality soccer, as far as, as some of the best players in the world, the Euro, one of the most fun tournaments. I know we're underway. We get three matches a day now, which has been a blast. But uh, some scary stuff, obviously, with Ericsson early in the tournament. What have you thought about the Euro? And, and do you have a favorite out of this tournament, man? Like you said, three games a day, 6 a.m., 9 a.m., noon. And I've watched all of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, you can't go past France. France has such a good team. They have such a good team. I'm also thinking that Italy, the fact that they can get past Switzerland and get out of their group, they get Verratti and Ferenzi back for the second rounds. I think Italy would be a, be a, a good shout as well. And then you always have the Belgians. Win. If Belgium's going to win a, a title, a major tournament, this is the year they're going to do it because they're getting to the twilight of this of this generation. So I, I think those three are, are great shouts. Boy, and, and poor England, huh? Great songs, but just uh, just never getting it done the way you're hoping, right? You, know, you never pick them to come out. You never, you know, everyone picks England every single year. So hopefully if, if you don't pick them once, maybe they're the ones that are going to win it for once. Because there's a lot of, as you know, I'm a United fan. So I would love to see England do well for, for the United players that are on that team. Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney. You're, you're not getting any of that this year. I don't know that that's going down. Uh, Mike, you're, you're a blast, man. The work you're doing is fantastic. It is great to see you working with kids. And I wish you the best always, man. I hope we can get a professional team uh, full on. I love you. I love to hear you say you're not stopping, that you're going to keep on pushing uh, with what's, what's going on with the Glens. So keep up the great work work, man. We'll keep following you, and we'll get you on again later this season, man. Thanks so much. Excellent. I appreciate it, Coach. Oh, fantastic stuff. I love getting to, and I mean it, when I'm talking about hanging with my friends, Mike, a true friend of mine, we get together, we hang out. Congratulations to he and his new fiance, Michelle. They're getting ready to get married. Great stuff in the year ahead coming for the San Francisco Glens and my buddy, Mike McNeil. By the way, if you've got kids or you're interested in, in finding out more about the San Francisco Glens, one of the largest youth soccer organizations in all of San Francisco, if not the largest, check them out, SF Glens, G-L-E-N-S. Dot com. That'll give you all your information. It'll give you information about Mike. It'll tell you about the soccer club. Or if you want to check out the USL League 2 SF Glens, you can get out and catch a, a match sometime in the city this year. You can also follow him on Twitter at SF Glens SC. Thank you to my buddy Mike. Thank you to Brian. Thank you to you, the listener. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever it is you're listening. We've got the NBA Draft Lottery tomorrow. That's something we can talk about later this week, as well as more San Francisco Giants baseball as we inch closer and closer to the midpoint of the season. We've got to talk about the All-Star balloting that's coming up as well. Buster Posey leading all catchers. Brandon Belt right in the thick of it with NL shortstops. Until then, enjoy the week. We'll talk to you Wednesday.